Thanks for joining us today for the Anchor Daily. We are reading through the books of Acts, learning about the early church and the unstoppable power of the gospel. Listen close as we dive deep into Luke's and Paul's accounts. Today I want to share highlights from Paul's message to the Corinthians, from 2 Corinthians chapter 7, 8, and 9. My name is Kathy Gilbertson, and I attend Bethel Prosser. Right at the beginning of chapter 7, Paul affectionately addresses the Corinthian church. He calls them dear friends. He urges them to purify themselves from everything that contaminates body and spirit, perfecting holiness out of the reverence for God. The commentary in my Bible explains, Many think that when God comforts us, our trouble should go away. But if that were always so, people would turn to God only out of a desire to be relieved of pain and not out of love for Him. We must understand that being comforted can also mean receiving strength, encouragement, and hope from God and others to help us deal with our troubles. Godly sorrow can result in changed behavior, but many people are sorry only for the effects of their sins or for being caught, which would be described as worldly sorrow. Paul wants them to thrive in their faith, to grow and mature, and to be full of joy, grace, and generosity. Paul then tells them, Make room for us in your hearts. When we make room for someone in our heart, we love them well. In chapters 8 and 9, Paul writes, I want to test the sincerity of your love by comparing it with the earnestness of others. Paul praised the Corinthians in many areas. You excel in everything, in faith, in speech, and knowledge, in complete earnestness, and in the love you have kindled in you. See that you also excel in this grace of giving. Another comment explains, The churches in Macedonia, Philippi, Thessalonica, and Berea, had given money even though they were poor, and they had sacrificially given more than Paul had expected. The amount we give is not as important as why and how we give. God does not want us to give gifts grudgingly. Instead, he wants us to give, as these churches did, out of dedication to Christ, love for fellow believers, the joy of helping those in need, and knowledge that it is simply the good and right response. How can we adjust our attitude so that we see it as a privilege to share with those in need? God can give us the desire and enable us to increase our capacity to give. It's an opportunity for growth, just as it was for the Corinthians. In verses 6 through 8 in chapter 9, Paul writes these familiar words, Remember this, whoever sows sparingly will also reap sparingly, and whoever sows generously will also reap generously. Each of you should give what you have decided in your heart to give, not reluctantly or under compulsion, for God loves a cheerful giver, and God is able to bless you abundantly, so that in all things at all times, having all that you need, you will abound in every good work. Listen to this commentary challenge. People may hesitate to give generously to God 
because they worry about having enough money left over to meet their own needs. They may think, what about retirement or emergencies? What if I lose my job? Paul assured the Corinthians that God would be able to meet their needs. They will have everything they need in every situation. Don't let worry rob you of God's blessings. Paul wanted his readers to be generous on every occasion. As he appealed to the Corinthians to give sacrificially to aid the Jerusalem congregation, he reminded them that God is the source of everything good. Let's pray. Father God, thanks be to you for your indescribable gift. You have given us joy, peace, grace through your Son, Jesus Christ. Paul reminds us that we will be enriched in every way so that we can be generous on every occasion. Help us to be generous because of the example of the Lord of life. You yourself are a cheerful giver. You are pleased when we who are created in your image give generously and joyfully. Help us to make room in our heart to love one another well, especially our spiritual leaders and those in our church body. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Thanks for joining us today. Listen tomorrow as we encourage each other through God's Word. If you haven't already subscribed, please do so because we would love to continue to grow with you. We'd also like a chance to connect further with you. If you go to Bethel.ch, you can find all sorts of ways to serve, worship, and learn together.